0: And welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one well-intentioned page of Talmud every day. And today, Yoma 44. We're talking gossip. We're talking Lashon Hara, the evil tongue, the sin of slander, which, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak for you. I'm gonna speak for myself. You know, I'm guilty of quite a lot. And the Talmud understands me. It knows and it offers today a path to atonement. Get a load of this. Does incense affect atonement? Today's stuff asks. The Torah mentions the concept of atonement only with regard to offerings. Yes, as Rabbi Hanania teaches in Abaraita, we learned of the incense that it affects atonement, as it is stated, and he put on the incense and made atonement for the people. And the school of Rabbi Ishmael taught For what does incense affect atonement? For slander. And why is that? Let something that is done in secret, i.e. the incense, which is burned in seclusion within the sanctuary, come and affect atonement. For an act done in secret, i.e. slander, which is generally said in private, What? An amazing poetic image, the image of the incense sort of melting into air, being the perfect atonement for these vicious little things that we sometimes uncharitably say about each other, to each other. And here to help us unlock all this truth and beauty is the one man who can, my teacher and my friend and yours, the great, the one, the only, David Bashevkin, how are you, my friend?
1: Leo, what a joy, though I was taken aback that you admitted that you have gossiped in your lifetime. I was utterly <laughs> I shocked.
0: Know. Hard to believe.
1: Very hard to believe. Okay, I'm we'll, we'll make this one-time exception to go forward because we're already on the phone. But yeah, gossip, it's interesting because this is really a two-part question. It's a question about the nature of gossip, and it's also a question about the nature of of incense, and what makes it unique. Why is this the perfect uh, shidduch, so to speak, match that one is able to rectify the other? And I love the language and the imagery in the Talmud about this being something that's quite private. If you'll allow me to add on a layer of meaning to this, there's actually an incredibly controversial idea from Maimonides, of all people, the first of the controversial rabbis, Where Maimonides says, what's the reason why we bring the incense? He actually says something that, it's jaw-dropping, and so many other rabbis say, like, that can't possibly be it. He says that because they were slaughtering so many animals, and they had this very putrid odor going into the temple, they lit incense afterwards to kind of take that odor away, which... People didn't like that because it seems so mundane, like it's like this air freshener, like is that what you need to do? Like, come on, like that can't be the reason. So people attacked Maimonides, but there's one person who looked at what Maimonides was saying and said, there's actually something much deeper to these words of Maimonides in his Guide to the Perplex where he says this. And that is our dear friend, my dear friend, Hakohen Lublin, my teacher, the Hasidic leader who lived from 1823 to 1900. And he basically says that there's something unique about incense as this air freshener. That doesn't just mean literally like it was the, this plug-in air perfume because you would slaughter animals and would have this putrid odor. There's something much more essential about that imagery. And that is that even when you're involved in something holy and good, like slaughtering animals, even when you're involved in something elevated, like the work that was done in the temple, there is always this aftershock. There is always this residual scent that can emerge from it that's just a part of being a human being that's not quite perfect that's not quite exactly as it should be. Meaning, you're there, you're slaughtering, you're doing the work in the Holy Temple, but nonetheless you have this odor that wafts off. Says Rav Tzadok HaKohen that that odor is representative of even when we're involved in something great and something uplifting, we still have this very human quality that it's not totally perfect. When we look at other people, when we're involved in prayer, when we're involved in Torah study, we can be involved in these elevated practices, but there can still be this fragrance that emits from our actions that just part of the human experience is that we are not capable of being fully perfect. We are not capable of being fully plugged in. And the ketores specifically, the incense comes and says, Even when you're not 100% perfect, even when you're unable to be flawless, to be totally elevated and totally transcendent, the incense reminds us that you can still elevate those aftershocks, those small parts of your life that weren't totally dedicated to God, even when you were trying your best. And that specifically relates to gossip. Because at the heart of gossip is the negativity that we think of and look at just through our own human eyes when we look at other people. And it's nearly unavoidable. I I was teasing you before. Everybody speaks gossip. The Talmud itself says everybody has some trip up in their life where they look at other people negatively. So we take the ketores, the incense, which is this air freshener of our actions, That even when we're trying our best, we know there's some negativity that emerges. And this fragrant sense is the reminder that even when we are involved in holy work, negativity can creep in, but it can still be inoculated through the beauty and the mystical fragrance of the incense itself.
0: Ah, amen to that. What a beautiful thought. Bye-bye, David Bashekin. Thank you so much as ever for being our guest.
1: My absolute pleasure.
0: This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf I'm your host, Leah Libowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmagcom take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at take one Dafyomi.